0: Hello and welcome to episode 249 I hope that you guys are doing very well today If you are struggling with OCD or anxiety then you can get a free session with me to get that All you need to do is to head over to my website robertjamescoaching.com and uh, there you can use my Canonly. You can book that free session there directly or if you prefer you can send me a message and, and let me know about what you're uh, what you're struggling with in today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about something that I really think is uh, really important but is not um, spoken about enough. And, and that is um, trying to be a bit a bit kinder to yourself in regards to your experience of OCD, but just generally also being kinder to ourselves. Um, so much of OCD is, is related to perfectionism. I know for some people that can seem strange. Um, you know, you may not view yourself as a perfectionist however uh, it does actually uh, play a big part uh, in OCD so even if you don't think of yourself in those terms there's probably some area in your life where uh, perfectionism is is causing you some problems and learning to let go of that and be a bit kinder to yourself and trying to make a habit out of kindness can can really help you with that. Um, as always if you like the podcast it would be great if you could follow and like on instagram my instagram handle is at RobertJamesCoachinguk. and if you could subscribe please on your podcast app of choice that would be really really helpful so many thanks guys and i really hope that you enjoy mm-hmm. The more that time has gone on, the more that I've learned that um, a big part of getting over OCD is actually learning to be a bit kinder towards yourself, and um, trying to let go of the perfectionism that so often uh, characterises this this search for certainty um, that that many people struggle with with OCD. Um, you know, when we can actually get into the habit of being kind to ourselves and, and recognizing that, you know, we don't have to have 100% certainty about everything, you know, life starts to open up again, it becomes a much more enjoyable uh, experience when we're just allowing uh, ourselves to, to occasionally make a, a mistake here and there or to, you know, to not have it all figured out perfectly um, you know that being said, it, it's easier said than done because you know if you're in the habit of perpetually giving yourself a hard time and you know not allowing yourself to to move on until you've figured out completely the the particular compulsion that you might be struggling with, you know the idea of actually leaving that uh, midair without actually having completed the thought is really really difficult uh, for people with OCD to accept. So often when we are struggling and we're going through the motions, we um, you know the last thing that we want to do is is to walk away from it you know without having figured it all out. And <clears throat> really this is one of the most important skills that you can develop is is the ability to, as you're finding yourself stuck in a rumination and going around in circles, and you know, really effectively, you know, digging yourself uh, a, a ditch, you know, with with OCD, that's what we tend to do without even realizing it. This search for certainty is the thing that is keeping us trapped. Um, you know, it's almost like we're we're holding on to a, a weight that is pulling us down to the ground, and all we really need to do is actually to let go of that weight um, even if we haven't figured it all out we don't have to figure it all out simply what we have to do is to just let go of the weight come back into our life and uh, allow all of these good things that potentially could be happening to us but that we're not paying attention to to actually you know, illuminate our life and make it interesting again and make us feel uh, happy and content and fulfilled but you know, it's very hard to do that when you're constantly trying to figure everything out, and you know we're demanding the certainty from ourselves, so I say it's a simple thing because in theory it is. You know, just just let go of it. Stop. You know, stop telling yourself that you have to figure it out. You don't. Obviously, in in practice, it's a lot lot harder than than that. Um, you know, but this is why this this kind of concept of kindness is so important though because the more that you can get into the habit of being a bit kinder uh, to yourself in regards to the obsessions that you might have to the ruminations that you're experiencing the more, <clears throat> the more that you're able to do that um, You know, the more that you're able to let go of things and so I'm going to suggest a couple of activities that you might try that might actually really help you with this Um, One activity is simply to to write um, yourself a letter from the perspective of a kind and compassionate friend. Now, it might actually be more helpful when you're doing this activity to imagine that one of your friends comes to you and this particular friend is struggling with exactly what you're struggling with. You can't believe it. Lo and behold, you actually have a friend who is struggling with exactly the same obsessions and they come to you and explain to you about every little detail about it what would you say to that person? I'd like you to, to actually think about that, reflect on that and see if you can write them a letter um, now obviously if you just think about this then that's a good step in the, in the right direction however there's something about reflecting and writing that really helps to deepen our uh, our understanding and uh, the impact of of the activity here. Um, by writing it down, you're really allowing yourself to to go further into it and to to experience it more, and hopefully, you know, to learn something new. Um, and it's much more likely, I think, to to change your behaviour when you actually uh, write things down. So. I'd like you to, to to see if you can have a go at that. Um, you know, it's it's a really helpful activity. Something that uh, often it just illuminates something that that maybe uh, you hadn't realised, or perhaps you'll see something from a very slightly different perspective for the first time. And these can be, you know, the beginnings of uh, some big changes that can come in the future you know it, it may be uh, you may you may hear all the time that this idea of being kind and self-compassionate is important but you know you may struggle with how it actually relates to you and your um, difficulties with OCD so I think what this uh, letter writing activity helps with is just kind of uh, uncovering where your blind spots might be because you, you might be thinking well I'm not that hard on myself or you know that actually sometimes I do have to be hard on myself because if not you know then something terrible might happen um, and again this is another trick that the OCD likes to play on us to keep us stuck and so we really need to do activities like this to bring uh, a bit of uh, a bit of light to what's actually going on beneath the surface uh, so we can see more clearly, you know, when we are being harsh on ourselves. And I've spent quite a bit of time in the past, on, in different episodes, talking about uh, the inner critic. And really, you know, the the opposite to, to the kind of c- compassion and 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 kindness is this uh, inner critical voice that that we have, which is tied up so much with self esteem and and what other people think of us. Um, you know, so what we're really doing here with this letter writing is just trying to bring more understanding to, to you know when this demand for perfection is actually causing you to to compulse and ruminate uh, more and more and how actually just by illuminating that you can learn how to to let go of it um, a, bit, a bit easier uh, another activity that you can try in relation to this is I'd like you to reflect on uh, the past and a time where perhaps you had, um, you know a fallout with, with uh, a friend or somebody that was important to you a family member and I'm really talking about maybe going back to childhood here trying to reflect on a time when you had a really difficult interaction with somebody and it might take some thought you might really have to, to, to kind of reflect on this Uh, and try to remember but if you can I think it'll be helpful because so often so many of our problems that we experience uh, today do actually stem from from childhood and trying to reflect on on, um, what some of those potential uh, causes of that uh, might be can actually help you in the present moment of course um, it's not going to solve things and it's not going to uh, it's not going to just uh, get rid of your your OCD by reflecting on, you know, some negative things that might have happened to you when you were younger, but I think it does help to shine a light on on this self compassion because imagine that you did have a, a fallout with a, a good friend at a young age, um, you know, that can actually impact uh, later in life how you view yourself and how you treat yourself and whether. You think that you're, you know, a person that's that's actually uh, worthwhile, that deserves to be respected and deserves to be loved. Um, you know, so often these childhood relationships that that we have with our friends or with our caregivers actually determine, you know, what we what we think about ourselves as adults. And so, trying to reflect on some of the more difficult relationships that that we had, and trying to to understand, you know, perhaps. What happened in those negative um, situations that, you know, perhaps didn't go uh, as you wanted them to go in the past? And then actually doing your best to 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 kind of think about what could that uh, younger version of you actually needed in that moment that they didn't get? Perhaps they actually needed uh, some compassion... And maybe you can even offer that to yourself now because obviously as an adult we're able to self-soothe ourselves we're, we're able to offer up what we perhaps uh, didn't get in, in the past in that difficult situation. Um, you know, And this can be a really helpful way to start viewing self-compassion in a different way um, to reflect on the past and to, to kind of think about what you could have needed in the past and then to think about today you know how does that influence how you are today and what do you need today that you're perhaps not giving yourself um, self-compassion and, and, and kindness really is it's something that we can build uh, a habit out of um, but we just need to systematically almost think about how we can be doing this on a daily basis uh, my final suggestion um, would be to to simply do self compassionate mantras. We know that mantras uh, can be very useful uh, in all sorts of in all sorts of things. But if you can develop um, some some phrases that make sense to you, something along the lines of uh, "I'm an imperfect person. Sometimes I'm going to make mistakes, and that's okay." Uh, something along those kinds of lines, or Uh, Another one, uh, another example could be um, not everybody is is always going to like me. I'm going to, some people are going to like me and other times other people are not and that's okay. Uh, It may sound silly, it may seem obvious but unfortunately, you know, on an emotional level it's not obvious. Maybe maybe uh, consciously when we think about it, it's like, yeah, okay, yeah, I need to be kind to myself, I need to be this and that. But unfortunately, when it comes down to it, we're in the habit of doing something else. And so if we can develop this new habit of, you know, generally trying to be aware of whenever this inner critic takes over... And it, we're being really harsh to ourselves, and we're demanding perfection, and we're telling ourselves, "Okay, I just need to think about it one more time, and then I'm going to stop thinking about it." Recognise that you know you're in role as the inner critic there, and that actually the more compassionate thing to do is to to let go of that. And you know, really today, all of these activities that I'm that I've been talking about are just ways that you can help to develop that habit. Of being a bit kinder and being a bit more gentle with yourself, and you know, the more that you're able to do that, I think um, you know, OCD begins to lose a little bit of its grip on us. Uh, I've, I've said it in in the past that you know, if you're working on things like uh, exposure, um, yeah, you know, that's that's great. If you're doing that with a therapist or with a coach or somebody, fantastic that you're working on that. But I do feel like exposure needs to be scaffolded with the ability to be a bit kinder to yourself uh, with, with also the ability to direct your attention where you need it to go these other core cool skills surrounding exposure are really important in the long-term uh, battle of, of managing the OCD well and so um, yeah it's uh, it's a really important area to, to develop there we go guys I really hope that you found that helpful as always if you have any questions then uh, do please let me know